Welcome, hunters, to the Hunters Hub. Uh, this is your host, Fortuan. Uh, today, joined by, as ever always, co-host Morg Daddy. How you doing? Oh, I'm feeling particularly mischievous. Yeah, I noticed rolling <laughs> damage dice for a spell you're making. I don't even... Oh, it's not damage dice. These are dice to... For a summoning. For eldritch <laughs> horrors to be drawn from the stars. Not necessarily to be commanded, because they'll just be wild, ravenous beasts just acting of their own accord. But, yeah, summoning a challenge rating 9 alien that you have no control of, that just goes running rampant for a level 5 spell. Uh, I think that might be a little broken. So D&D stuff. Got yep. it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, our, our guest tonight, Ace Badger Gaming. Hello, everyone. Doing? I'm doing very well. Awesome. Uh, we had tried to have you on an early episode a couple weeks ago. We had some severe technical failures. And maybe nobody noticed because I had to erase Ace from the beginning of the show. And we still, we that, that, that episode still went live. Um, but I just erased all interactions talking to and from Ace because yeah. we couldn't get his audio. His audio just died. So Yeah, it turns out cell phones aren't great for recording. <laughs> no. No, they're not. No. <laughs> they are not. <laughs> I mean, by um, the power the, of the audio gods, the initial app that I've been existence. using was actually for music, as it turns out. So yeah. it only recorded in six minute segments, which that, yeah, so, that would not be possible. <laughs> so, yeah. a little behind the scenes. Uh, so, we, we I, I host this on SoundCloud mostly, right? Um, and SoundCloud is actually more used for music than podcasts. Now, they do have podcasts and they advertise podcast platforms. Mm -hmm. But the free users have like uh, two or three hours worth of space before you have to buy a membership. Um, okay. Which meant I could have one episode up at a time before, mm -hmm. I, before I went with SoundCloud Pro. Um <clears throat> That so like I would have like I, I had like an archive of my own stuff so you can actually listen to every hunter uh, hunters hub podcast that exists on you know right now on our SoundCloud and you know I have a playlist for them and everything, um, but before you could only ever find us one at a time because it was more used for music which they thought oh you could put hundreds of songs on here if they're like three minutes like <laughs> <laughs> right so like. Uh, I was outside of the norm, but um, I, I guess we'll just go into the behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, I had a big inspiration to start this podcast. Actually, not from... So I talked about this with Eric's last week. Eric's helped me keep this going because I was like, oh, dude, if like people like Eric's want to come on and talk to me, and I'm not like fanning out here. It's like I people who actually you know take the time and doing a, a decent YouTube career and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I, I have something going here and I'll keep with it. Um, but to, the actual beginning inspiration was actually the sin cast by cinema sins, um, that they hosted, they host on SoundCloud. And I was like, Oh, I should do that too. Like if they're going to talk about movies and stuff and they're amazing, they're a much better podcast than we are. I'm going to admit that right now. I'm going to be like, mm -hmm. I like our podcast. I would listen to our podcast, but like cinema sins is freaking awesome and they talk about movies and uh see like more again another podcast i would do is a movie podcast <laughs> yeah 
help. <laughs> I, have, I have ideas out the wazoo. I don't have enough time or energy. <laughs> um, I know how you feel. I'm definitely yeah. really willing to take time. I've actually been getting into uh, the Sardana Cast podcast, which is three mm-hmm. YouTubers that I watch. It's uh, Adam from YourMovieSucks.org, Alex mm-hmm. from I Hate Everything, and Ralph Seppi from Ralph the Movie Maker. Um, so it sounds like very negative people. Uh, I'd say more just critical of movies. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Adam, for example, from Your Movie Sucks, he actually has, like, a almost two-hour video that he posted comparing the uh, original old boy to the 2013 old boy and how mm. that new one is pretty much just utter trash. Yeah. Yeah. Are you familiar with Cinema Sins, Ace? I am. I used to watch them a lot, but I've kind of fallen out of liking their stuff. Okay. Well, they're very much different from their videos than they are in their podcast. They're very genuine in the podcast. They're literally, like, the cinema sins are literally for jokes. Like, Mm -hmm. there is some actual criticism in there, but mostly it's to get laughs. Like, (laughs) so, like, if you want to hear what their real opinions are, the podcast is the thing. And I, yeah, I... Very early into watching Cinema Sins, I have yet to miss an episode of their podcast. Um, there are some that I didn't listen all the way because I wasn't particularly interested in. They've done a couple of interviews, and I'm not particularly interested in sometimes when they do interviews. because. Okay. But everything else I want to listen to. They do some great stuff. Anyways, enough plugging other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, don't worry. I'll be plugging this plenty. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. I'm just people want to actually hear our opinions <laughs> instead of <laughs> us talking about other shows, probably. Uh, uh, so, uh, losing track. Let me uh, need to get on. Morg, where am I? What am I doing? Um, uh, we uh, are getting to the introductions. Sure. Yeah, introductions. Oh yeah. So we're gonna talk a little bit about. Um, uh, the little, and I mean little, little, because I have very low interest in, in having a discussion on it. Um, but some people like to know our opinions on Monster Hunter things because, you know, we were born out of the Monster Hunter community for a video game podcast. So, uh, Iceborne, by the way, is the variants reveals were delayed because the event in which they were going to be revealed was canceled. Um, so we don't know what the variants are yet. So there we go. We good? Yep, pretty much. All and right. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I, that's why I didn't want to talk about it. There's not really anything to say other than what we've already said. You know, we talked a little bit about what we thought they were, and that kind of stuff. But you know, un- until they come out, then whatever. That, and we'll that. see if they pull me back. I, and I was just uh, talking to Ace earlier. There's actually a monster I still haven't fought in Iceborne. Yeah. I forgot. It's Scar and Garuga. Just never gave a shit to. <laughs> and, and it's like, it's weird because most of the time I'll be like, I had to fight every monster. Like I, <laughs> I played uh, Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate way too long by myself just so I could defeat Abyssal Agaicris. Oh, wow. That's when I was a solo hammer bro. <laughs> and that took forever to figure out how to beat on my own. My um, God. Well, for the longest so, yeah. time in Freedom Unite, I was a solo longsword bro, and I think in that game I've only once beaten Yukanlos, so that's fun. 
Oh yeah. my God, you can't yeah. lose. Well, thank God yeah, Freedom rough. Unite. Thank God Freedom Unite had like infinite flash bombs, so like the thirtieth flash bomb was just as efficient as like the first one. <laughs> oh boy! Without that, yeah. I don't know where we would have been. But it also had the cursed hitboxes, so yeah, I and feel monsters. like that's still a loss. <laughs> yeah, that and, and you, Plezioth. And oh, no, 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 no. Hold hey, on. Or hey, Diablo's Tales. Diablo's Tales are bad. Okay, okay. I was like, we're not. I've been wiped out many a time. This is this is a Plezioth safe zone. Okay, I like Plezioth. He's not my third favorite. He's my fourth favorite. But come on. <laughs> uh, you no, know yeah, he did. He did have a weird hitbox, but it made sense once you got used to it. It's basically start like it starts at his hip, like where he's standing on his opposite hip, and mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of drags on the ground a little bit. So that's why that was a wonky hitbox. Be like, oh, he's on the other side of him. I still got hit. And it's like, well, against animations and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't want to get into it. But <laughs> I'll be, I'll be like, honest. I was, never like picking on a cripple. You know, there you was never also kick... Tigrex in that game too. His hitbox oh. insanity. Oh, dude. Oh my and, God. And was... getting his teeth stuck in a wall was like the hardest thing to do. It's still well, really hard to do. Well, I mean, yeah. thankfully, we had, like, the snowy mountains where you could, like, climb into that little cranny, like, you know where the Kirin and the Kushala, like, um, thing mm-hmm. is or whatever? Like, there was, like, a little a little hidey hole that you could go into, and if you got the Tigrex's attention and he approached you from the right angle, then his teeth would get stuck into the wall, and then you could climb around and then jump on him. Um, but, yeah, um, getting him to get his face stuck in the wall was just pretty I was, crazy. I was convinced you just had to get hit. Like you had to be hit for it to go through. Diablos was the same way. Yeah. Had some were like, had like, oh. oh, you blocked me. I'm not gonna get stuck. But I was like two inches from the wall. You should still get stuck. Nah, I'm just gonna run into it. Superman cool. dives were the thing back then. Since yeah. since I was solo in that game the whole way through, I got pretty good at just kiting him out into the open, and then it was basically he would go straight out and then into the wall and get stuck. So. Yeah, I got, I got pretty good at doing that. Well, like I said, I didn't want to talk too much about the Iceborne stuff, but I I do I do want to stress this is a safe, safe zone, and all the haters can just go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> and all the people who believe that Rajong eat Karen horns. And I mean, is there a special circle of hell for those kinds of people? Oh, we'll see when I release that ecology. We'll see. <laughs> there will be Rajang. There will be Rajang just sitting at the table eating his breakfast. It'll be Kieran Corn Crunch, and he'll just be you know getting it by the spoonful, drinking it with uh, I don't know Duran Burros milk. I don't know what kind of milk they would be eating or something like that. Ew. But now I'm thinking of the Star Wars blue milk. <laughs> oh, well, it's better than the better than the green milk. I'm never gonna be. Oh my God, why why Luke Skyrock? <laughs> Why did he milk a seal and then drink the... Oh, it's so <laughs> gross. Mark Hamill, no! Uh, so, yeah. Uh, on that note, we're actually going to do some actual TV recommendations. This is very new for us. Um, and it's I just wanted to mix it up and have a little more light, lighter of a conversation today. And do what we've been playing also, uh, you know, to actually talk about video games. Which is, you know, the whole reason why we're here most of the time. Um, 
So for TV show recommendations, we were just having a discussion before the podcast. Like, hey, we were talking about TV for some reason, so why not? Um, so I'll have uh, Ace. Uh, we're going to do like about three each. We're going to talk a little bit about why, like, hey, we like this show or you should watch it or that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and go ahead. So Ace, what's your first show? Um, I'd have to say What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, you can find that mm-hmm. on Hulu. Um, it's actually a continuation of a movie called What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, the movie. Great movie, in, by the way. Yeah. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, was, my favorite part is where the Nosferatu dude dies. Like, that's just oh, yeah. so funny. Well, there's... <laughs> oh, man. Spoilers, there's something similar. Um, oh, okay. But we'll save that maybe for a later episode once you've actually seen the show, possibly. Um so it's like a mockumentary style show, but with uh, following vampires instead of like mm-hmm. some random thing. So it's basically, you know, these vampires from like 17th or 14th century, for example, and they're now in the 21st, 22nd century, whatever it is. Right. And mm-hmm. they're very fish just... out of water comedy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the first one had Taika Waititi. A lot of people like him, and he plays a really, I would say, cutesy vampire called Iago, I believe mm-hmm. it is. Um, the new one is, instead of being set in New Zealand, it's actually set in America, and it follows mm-hmm. three other vampires this time. And it also now explores, you know, them going about their lives in uh, Staten Island, and then they also have a familiar that is also kind of not so happy about being a familiar instead of, you know, mm. being a vampire. Okay. Cool. Um and yeah, and... I I've I've thought about it, but I can't I can't with Hulu. I just can't. <laughs> and it, it <laughs> um it actually gave us uh my girlfriend, my roommate and I are and sort and one of our other friends now a pretty good inside joke as well because of personal reasons. And Yeah. And now it's hilarity ensues, and I'm so happy. Okay. Well, awesome. Uh, Morg, what, what is your first show? Okay, okay. Well, my first recommendation for shows, and this is for people who don't even particularly like anime. This is an anime that you guys will probably like. It's something oh, that I've been starting to get into. Okay, so for those of you who do like MMORPGs, mm-hmm. I'm going to recommend Overlord. It's actually a pretty decent show. So it's, like, based around the idea of, like, um, uh, like, you know how, like, um, every, like, clan will have, like, a certain clan leader or whatever it is, and then, like, they'll typically be, like, the highest level character that, you know, who also functions kind of like a moderator within, like, a certain clan and looks at, makes sure that everybody's, you know, having a good time or whatever and playing the game. So this, this, um, series is about, um, well, it starts off with the servers about to end and he stays there for like the last couple of moments. So what Oh yeah, like a lot of people did with like the original Monster Hunter and uh what did they recently do that with? Uh oh boy. Was it I saw I saw it happen for EverQuest, but something else was like just last year, like there was a big thing. I can't, I can't, sorry. It was sidetracked. Go ahead. Yeah. But anyway, so what happens is um, the clock starts winding down, but then he finds, hmm, 
something is not quite right. You know, he, you know, he, he seems like he feels like he's still in the game, like he's still in the main base. And then he's checking around. He's like, hmm, the hubs are not working. Uh, so I can't do any commands or anything like that. And then so he like speaks out loud, what is going on out here? And so then one of his NPCs responds directly to him and he's like, wait, whoa, what is going on here? And whatever. And so then he starts like, you know, start giving verbal commands rather than doing command prompts. Um, and then, yeah, it just goes crazy from there. So then he goes from like playing as like this, this high level lich to being an actual lich. Oh my god, with like ridiculously high amounts of power, like impossibly high levels. And so like, yeah, it's basically about um, a character who starts kind of like sort of losing their humanity in a sense because like they start kind of coming, like um, becoming more un... How do I describe it? Like, you know how everybody like pictures like an undead like warlock or lich or whatever to be like, you know, a callous, unfeeling, you know, not in tune with humanity, more focused on themselves sure. and their power and security and stuff like that. He kind of yeah. falls into that, but he's also kind of like trying to com combat it by like, you know, trying to hold on to any any sense of humanity by being sympathetic or compassionate to others. Right. Um it's it's a pretty good series, and there's like a lot of stuff that goes on. There's lots of twists and turns. Everybody's got an agenda. There's like um, a group of like paladins that are in like this new mysterious world that are like trying to figure out what like this new evil is. Um, yeah, there's like lots of crazy combat, and he and um, it's funny because like the magic tiering system in that world functions the same way as what the game was when he was playing an MMORPG. So he actually has mm. full knowledge of whatever is going on in this world based upon, like, you know, uh, what he knows his character would have been capable of in that game, which is kind of funky. Hmm. Okay. All right. That sounds freaking crazy. Uh... <laughs> so, yeah, if you like Final Fantasy fourteen and you're looking to get into anime, I recommend Overlord. It's pretty darn good. Didn't they make a movie nice. off of Overlord, I thought? There might be an OVA, I'm pretty sure. I mean, there's like a lot, a bunch of mini cartoons as well. Like, um, I'm not sure if I would recommend them unless you actually watch the, the series first. They're kind of chibi-ish, and I don't know if oh, okay. if people get chafed by that idea, but I kind I don't mind like adorable little cartoons. They're kind of they're kind mm. of fun to watch. Yeah, hey, I'm just. I'm just... Okay. <laughs> um, so I swear my, uh, I don't have a body pillow. I swear I don't. Oh, dude. Legit joke. My dad and I keep threatening to get my brother a body pillow for Christmas. <laughs> um, because, I kid you not, uh, speaking about TV shows, I kid you not, we got this idea so my girls like to watch We Bear Bears. Have you guys heard of this t show? Yep. We I've Bear Bears. A few episodes. So We Bear Bears is a Cartoon Network like kids show about three bears who are brothers in quotations brothers is like adopted brothers, honestly. Um, but they treat each other like the legit brothers, a panda bear, a polar bear and a grizzly bear. Oh, and they talk like to people. And it's just like, they're like the only animals that talk around. Mm -hmm. It's just like them. <laughs> and Miki Chan is a body pillow that Pando has, uh, which is the panda bear. Oh, no. <laughs> and there's an episode where some mountain lions get in their house and start tearing up Miki-chan, and, like, 
Pando goes in there like to save Miki Chan and stuff, and like Miki Chan becomes like a thing. Also, Pando is also um, a hopeless romantic who loves anime and always looking for a girlfriend. So that <laughs> yeah, kinda, that definitely sounds kinda, like a weeboo. Yeah, he's he's kind of fitting a stereotype there, but um. So my dad saw that. So then we joke around about my brother getting a Mika Chan because my brother watches a lot of anime. I do not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, On that note, my first recommendation uh, is actually going to be something that is on Netflix at times, but I think it's, I don't know where it actually airs. Uh, It just comes on Netflix later, which is The Good Place. Have you guys seen Um, this? Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. This is a bad place. There's the devil. Oh, no. You figured it out again. Yeah. I I love love The Good Place. It's actually a a pretty big spoiler, Morg, because if you haven't seen seen season one, it's actually a really big spoiler. Oh, shit. The Good Place is the journey of a woman and some other people who figure out they are in heaven and don't belong there. Let antics Hmm. ensue. Okay. Uh, I love it. It's really funny. Uh, it's got some actually really cool, like, um, actual like touching moments and that kind of stuff too. Like you actually care about their characters and what they're doing and that kind of stuff. Uh, and it's just really cool. And it's actually got some really good world building, especially in season two and season three, um, that I really enjoy. Um, but right now, uh, I haven't checked lately, but, but as of a couple months ago, at least season three was on Netflix. Uh, mm-hmm. and I know there's a fourth season in the works. I don't remember what TV station they're on. Cause I don't watch cable or satellite or any of that kind of stuff. I YouTube video games and Netflix. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's me. <laughs> Yeah, Netflix. They've got a lot of uh, seasons on there, and yeah, I think it's. I think it's just the three seasons. And yeah, then, right yeah. now it's just the three. I I would know. Like I have that show like on an email notification. Like, hey, guess what's coming? <laughs> that, <laughs> that and Blue Bloods. But I won't talk about Blue Bloods today. But it's really good. It's really good. Uh, Ace, what's number your number two? Number two is also on Hulu. So striking out twice now. Uh, mm-hmm be let letter kenny you're fine it's just uh, it's a sh- yeah it's a show oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, set in canada so morg your home homeland um yay <laughs> what was they better get the stereotypes right we smother everything hey. in gravy and cheese curds what i thought it was maple syrup anyways go no ahead. no no that's poutine you know that french fries it's smothered in gravy and you know covered in cheese curds See, I don't, I don't even know the stereotypes. <laughs> and we've got these wild puck storms, so we have to, <laughs> oh, you know, build up our oh igloos dear. as quickly as possible. Huddle with our moose. Um, so <laughs> Anyways. If, if, uh, small town is where the show takes place, and it's sort of centered around this one guy uh-huh. named Wayne who likes to be the toughest guy in Letterkenny. Okay. Um, it's a very adult show. There's lots of swearing. Mm-hmm. There's fighting so that sounds like canada <laughs> that also sounds like canada i don't know hmm. i mean from the stereotypes that i've heard canadians are usually pretty nice friendly, friendly. nice well yeah we are pretty nice i mean yeah sometimes we'll just beat the shit out of each other you know and then we'll you know go for a beer and be like yeah we're good yeah we're and good. then there's like i thought that was just a guy there's stereotype. like uh exploration of like the uh 
French regions like Quebec and stuff like that. Mm. There's a Quebec. there's a whole entire yes. episode that's called or Les Hits. Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I understood that one. <laughs> okay. And it sounds fun. <laughs> I mean, if I ever if I ever agreed myself to getting on another streaming platform, I I definitely want to check in Into the Shadows is, is one cuz I love mm-hmm. the movie so much and um but I'll, I'll check out that too. That sounds that sounds like something I would. Yeah, watch. and unsurprisingly, like, uh, hockey is, t- takes a big place in the game too. There are two characters who are hockey players, and not curling. Unfortunately, not. Ooh, curling is um, a pretty big sport. But curling, although hockey is more curling, popular, but um, yeah, curling dude, is a really I, good one. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast. I think I've told you more. I've yes. been curling. I love it. It is such I a love fun curling. sport, isn't it? It everyone's like it's just shuffleboard on ice. I'm like, no, no it's not. You. you have a broom and you get to broom things and you change the direction of the thing <laughs> with the broom. And it's amazing. Yeah, and, yeah and, the stones. And, yeah, and the ice is like little tiny knobs, like um 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 like the floor mat of your car. Like <laughs> it has to be perfect. It has to be perfectly oh, smooth, or otherwise you can't play curling mm-hmm. on it. Has to be perfect. It's amazing. Yeah, there's a there's a curling club in uh, the capital of Ohio here, Columbus. I've been to it a couple times and oh I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. If you uh, don't if you don't have good ice, you will get a shit game. You have to make sure that that ice is nice, clean, smooth and perfectly even or otherwise you're never going to get a good game on that ice. And and you will get very wet knees and shins. Yes, because there's a lot of sliding around on your knees. Yeah. Imagine if you were just like you made a game out of sliding on the ice. That's what curling is. And then uh <laughs> They'd probably call it Celio. Note too, um, the two hockey players—they're like high school first, and then mm-hmm. go into college age. I believe that's what it is. Um, the main character, the guy who's named yeah. Wayne, his actor actually also plays another mm-hmm. character called Shorzy, and he sort of throughout the series <laughs> badgers and antagonizes them. Um, they originally uh. were gonna cast someone else, but because the guy actually did such a hilarious voice they they stuck with him and went with him and he he gets like bigger, and bigger oh, okay roles as the seasons go on and and the voice is just sure. ridiculous I, okay, it's okay. Like super like <laughs> nasally i have <laughs> oh my god i have to wonder like do they have that typical uh canuck or uh uh east coast voice you know the the Newfoundlander well, well, one. Uh, you know I don't I don't know any of these Canadian stereotypes. This is intriguing. <laughs> There'll be thousands and thousands of them. At least thirty. That sounds like Scottish. Oh, Scot Scottish is a, little, a wee bit different. They like to roll their arse a little bit. But uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. Morg, why don't you do this more often? You need Well, to do the funny thing voices. is that a, a lot of the East Coast, it does have a lot of Scottish people. I mean, Nova Scotia literally means New Scotland. But, I mean, yeah. like, the East Coast also has a ton of Irish people. And when you're talking a bit of the Irish, you have to have a little wee bit of the voice with a bit of the I bounce. Love... So I used to watch Jack Jacksepticeye, who was Irish. I love how he says car. Car. Instead of car. And, instead of car. Like, car. What you did to wash? Like, you did be grand. 
I have a terrible uh, I, Irish accent. Yeah. Uh, guys, I you know I don't watch him anymore. Uh, not for any particular reason. Just like I, I, you eventually have to cut back on some YouTube content because it's like okay, I'm just not interested in this anymore. And you know, kind of filtering out like what you know what your your taste change over time. But I like Jack Septic Guy mm-hmm. because he's just funny. Like and like his like uh, answering questions episodes, brilliant. <laughs> uh, and that's when people's like. Can you say car? And he's like, I am saying car. What's wrong with me saying car? Like, like uh, you know, I, obviously he's playing into the fact that he says it differently than you know, yeah, other people say it. But like, it's 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 pretty good. Uh, okay, um, another. I'm I'm liking your 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 recommendations yeah. here, Ace. With, um, yeah, they're we'll really good. Each more. episode, we'll see um, about more. He we'll, we'll see. he like has his own opening narration where he's like you were out pitching stones with Mm. your friends the other day so he has like (laughs) intonation like that um and then going back to like shorzy Shorzy has like a really his his catchphrase is give your balls a tug Mm -hmm. but he says it like (laughs) give your balls you gotta give her and then he he has other words that he says after it, but I'm gonna try to keep it more so as PC as I can. Oh no, dude! <laughs> I, I've dropped f bombs on the show. Like, I, oh my god. Okay, yeah, well, it's fine. If if you like that kind of a show, I would have recommend a movie called I think it was called uh, Goon, and it that one's a pretty fun movie. Oh yeah, well, yeah, the one with uh, Sean William Scott. I, yeah. Uh, it's on Netflix, and I just never watched it. I yeah, wanted it's, to. It's it was on my crazy. list forever, but I just never got into. It. I just never. I, you know, it's one of those mood things. You never really in the mood to start because, like, for me, a lot of times, all right, I'm in the mood to do. I'm gonna play a video game instead. Literally, that's let's happen every time. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. Okay. Um. So more. What's what's number two for you? Oh man. Oh. Well, I can't pick another anime, so I'm gonna have to Why go with. Why not? Some... You could. Well, okay, you fine. Can, you could. You could make yourself the resident weeb. Okay, fine. Yep, we're gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. Let's let's. Kid gloves are coming off. We're going I mean... in, in deep. Okay. Yep. Uh-oh. So Uh-oh. another another recommendation for those of you who are looking to get into an anime and don't want to sit through like over, you know. 130 episodes or like 13 seasons of like the same bullcrap. Um, if you're looking to watch Dragon Ball Z, I recommend the Kai version because it's basically diet version. They took all the trimmings out of it, all the filter. Now, it's just the meat. It's okay. I simple. like Dragon... I'm with you. I like Dragon Ball Z. However, however, there is some essential filler that gets cut out. And I say <clears throat> essential as in Piccolo training Gohan. And it's not like that. that important. It's not that important. No. T Rex tail stakes. Come on. Oh wait, it's actually, hilarious. yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? That is in the Kai version. So thank, thank goodness. Oh, yeah, well, they do feature oh, okay. that. And it's funny because, like, it it shows you like the last point where like he's been chasing this T Rex around and getting him to bonk his head into the rock walls or whatever. And like mm. you can see from the behind that the T Rex doesn't have much of a tail. And so mm. <laughs> you've been yep. finding out that he's actually been and- cutting off slices of the tail like a big piece of ham. And then, like, roasting it over a fire that he makes for himself. Yep, that's his breakfast every morning, tail steak from a T-Rex. 
Yeah, oh my god. And, oh my god, and it also... There's a game that I used to play on the PSP, and it was Dragon Ball Z Tenkaichi Tag Team, which is one of the most phenomenal games that I've ever played on a portable console. It's kind of like... I'm, you played Freedom Unite, right? Like... <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Okay. That's now, why I'm saying there it's is, one of there them. Is a, there is a glaring problem with Freedom Unite, and I will say it here. It has the stupid, horrible... And monstrous Shakalaka King that can go die in a fucking hole. That thing can kill veterans like so quickly. It's it's not oh, even a joke. That little it breaks, puppy. It, it breaks the rules of Monster Hunter. Oh, it's and... a big hit. I got knocked away. No, it's a big hit, and I got stuttered like a vest boy nicked me. Oh, there are some there are some cases where he doesn't even stun you with his attacks. He just. Plays in the combos, and you're, and it's almost as if you're not feeling it, but your bar is you're just dead. dropping. And he and, just drop. He's, and he's G rank. This is like yeah. the first time you see him. He's G rank, and I'm like, what? What is you this? You are not prepared. What? Why, why am I killing the Shakalakas? And then he's got his own battle music, and you're like, oh no, he's got his own battle music. I've never seen this from a Shakalaka. I'm in trouble. And then like all of a sudden, he's shaking his little head. Bombs coming out of the top of his head, freaking yep. barbecue boss. I'm like, oh my god! And everyone's god. like, oh, uh, what what was his name? Cha Cha. Cha Cha was so cool because he could have a barbecue spit on his head. Like, oh, no. <laughs> that little bastard got that from his friend, Shakalaka King. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Sorry. Remember? Oh my sorry. god! Vespoid Queen. Vespoid Queen. Yes. Vespoid Queen. Favorite secret boss in a video game. Best secret boss. Being able to, like, do acid, paralysis, and then summoning Invespoid swarms. There would be, like, anywhere between... That are highly aggressive. Yes. Highly aggressive. Very aggressive. There could be anywhere between 10 to 15 of those buggers coming at you at a time. And having defense down on top of that, cutting your defense Mm -hmm. in half, and risking paralysis from her. I think she could also do paralytic spray, too, Mm -hmm. which was devastating. Which you My wanted God. that more than the defense down. I guarantee you. Oh, you wanted she, the paralysis if, more than the defense down. If she comboed those in together, like one after the other, you were dead. <laughs> Especially right. with the horde of Vespoids coming down and stinging you to death. This is the right. worst. I think the thing Here that we got, are, got me most with her was when it. she would fly forward and smack you with her big like thoropod or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. And she would knock you back like crazy. Like you'd fly back. Yeah, mm-hmm. she hits really hard, surprisingly for a Vespoid. So, number, I for, totally forgot what your number two is. The, it was Dragon Ball Z Kai. Okay, okay, sorry. I'm I way mean, sidetracked. I would definitely recommend I, just watching it up to the end of the Cell Saga, and that's really all you need. Boo Saga, I don't think it's really that big of a deal. I didn't finish the Boo Saga with the Kai version. I watched the standard version, and mm-hmm. I kind of regretted it. But I've um, been, so I've been actually rewatching the standard version over yeah. the past couple months, and I actually really enjoy it. Um, it's nice, uh, I, and I don't even watch it in the background. Like literally, I stick it in the oh, PS4 wow. and like watch, like just watch it. Uh, and I did that for a little while. I, I stopped right now. I'm just got past Frieza, and that's most of where my memories were, anyways. So is it the Frieza that talks like this? Yes. I, I mean, thought as much. He, um, why? Morg, I, I've known you for so long. How do you do voices? 
What? Oh, how do I do the these heck? voices? I just practice with D&D, you know? I just play all kinds oh, of characters. Okay. I mean, I've I got my Kermit the I mean, Frog, and I've, I've got a variety of them. I just practice in my room. Oh, well, that I sounds actually quite sad. I know where the Kermit the Frog came from, because you have the Kermit the Frog character that you've talked about several times. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm still very excited to play my... Oh, wait, nope, nope, we're not going to talk about him. We're going to save the wrestler for an actual D&D yeah. campaign. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully I can get my guys. Slim Jim, Randy Randy Savage. Randy, Macho Man Savage. The cream of the crop always rises to the top. Oh, yeah. Nobody does it better. Ready? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I could play Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh! I think there's a build for uh, the T-800. Some uh, some guy, uh, it was Turlock the Barbarian. He's got a series that uh, does like D&D builds where it's called uh-huh. Building Character, where he builds um, your favorite fictional characters using 5E elements, including some Unearthed Arcana too. So, I mean, he's got the T-800. Yeah. He's got all the different Jedis and Sith Lords. He's got anime characters. He's got like standard characters. Like, he's got everything coming out of the wazoo. And it's just fantastic stuff. Um, but yeah, okay. anyways, yeah. So Dragon Ball Z Kai and a lot of D&D talk and all sorts of craziness and voices. Amazing. Yes, yes. Um, all right. Uh, so my number two, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out which one I want to say before I say number No, I know what my number one is. Dragon Prince on Netflix. Have you guys seen Ooh. this? I'm going to look this up, actually, not. right now. Just to give you a second to Google it. Okay. So, does anyone here like Avatar Last Airbender? Um, it's it's okay. It's okay. Unless if we're Pretty talking good. about M. Night Shyamalan's movie, in which case, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no we're, talking, we're talking the Nickelodeon original... Oh, this one! Yes. Okay, it's yeah, made by we're... the same guys who did... Avatar, uh, mm-hmm. Last Airbender. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I, I like have this more. I haven't seen this before. Well, like I mean, I've seen references to it, but I mean, I haven't actually delved into it to see anything about it. I love it, and it it I like Avatar because Avatar has that that twist of fantasy with the elements and the bending and that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. This is straight up like we explain magic in a high fantasy world. Don't oh. come at me, bro. So it's like, like it's like oh hard magic boy. rules. <clears throat> oh, oh, uh, it all. I mean, like it's not really a spoiler. Basically, magic comes from like humans aren't able to do magic. Period. They don't. They're not connected with the forces of nature and yada yada, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they steal magic from the life force of other creatures. Mm. That's Ooh. how they do magic. And it's a big political battle between elves, humans, and, like, dragons and the rest of the world that, like, oh, man, it's so good. But, of course, our, our main protagonist, the the young boy who is an adept at uh, being a wizard, whatever, can tap into the actual natural forces without pulling from the life force of another creature. Um mm-hmm. Ooh, and that kind of stuff. It's it's great. It's great. And I, 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 I'm going to be honest here. I've said this a couple of times. I'm a bit of a hopeless romantic. There's some good stuff in there for that kind of. If you're mm-hmm. like me, there's some good stuff in there for that. Unlike where they just kind of shoehorned it into the end of Avatar. Yeah. Um, they, it's actually a natural progression here. 
Um, so yeah, that's that's my number two. So so your uh, number three, Ace. Well, since I had one waiting in the wings, but I've since changed my mind because of Morg's recommendation. Mm-hmm. If you are looking for oh so many quotable lines. I would definitely Ooh. hands down recommend Dragon Ball Z Abridged by Team Four Star. Ah, yeah! So much oh, that I yeah. love about so what good. they did with so many of the characters in that. It is <laughs> glorious. It starts oh my god, yes. With the audio, but once they get more traction in the series, it it just becomes like Shakespeare yeah (laughs) Frieza Saga was so good and then like Android Saga that was that was hilarious I like the part where Cell is like in his like second form and then he's Mm. like talking with all these people that apparently are trying to give him like relationship advice for for him at 18 it was so (laughs) funny oh my god Uh, I have never actually seen this I've only seen like it basically just turns into everybody just yelling at each other about ethics and shit like that. It turns into basically like a Twitter flame war, except it's like all across, like everybody's just hearing everybody else talk and like being like, that's not necessarily true, whatever is this reason and that reason. Oh my god, it's so funny. Sal's so just like, nope, I'm just gonna blow them all up. Pew, 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 blows everybody up. It was so funny. Uh, <laughs> see, I've never actually seen, I've only seen the one where Vegeta faces off with uh, Goku. And he calls oh. him Kakakakara Cake. Like, it's the only oh. thing I've seen. And, oh. and, like, it was good enough on its own. That's yeah, Oni that, cartoons! That's a, that's a different thing. Yeah, Oni cartoons, yeah. Yeah, that's a different They're thing. They're pretty funny, oh. too, though. Dragon Ball Z. Oh, okay, so I'm even thinking oh, about the wrong goodness. thing. Okay. Oh, no, it's okay, yeah. Yeah, if you look yeah. up Team Four Star, yeah. Um, oh, my God. It's probably no, one I, of the most heard ridiculous of them things. Before. Yeah. I actually know some people that have done, yeah. like, uh, an avatar parody on the same style um yeah. there's actually a local film group mm-hmm. here in my city and uh, or i say city i live 30 minutes outside of the city in the literal woods but the place i go when i want to go out to eat and shop and that kind of stuff <laughs> <laughs> um, they actually have a film crew and they've done a a uh i think they did an avatar abridged and it, it it's in the same style they've definitely referenced team four star and their inspiration yeah yeah, in like every, because there are only three mm-hmm. seasons, but they're they're kind of long because they go um, up to sixty episodes Ooh. with like yeah, it's really good. The the last two seasons taking up the bulk of that, mm-hmm. like I think it's what like yeah, I think they ended at Cell Saga. 43, mm-hmm. 43 between the last two seasons. Oh, okay. Um, I like how each season they essentially have a guy that fills the role of I am hilarious and you will quote everything. I love that, yes. Um, <laughs> with with the first season, it was Napa. <clears throat> then with the second season, it was Super Comic uh... Guru. And then the third one, it was Android 18. <laughs> yeah, it was Android guy. 16, yeah. 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 I am hilarious and you will quote everything I say. <laughs> I think Napa was probably yeah. the funniest one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
What was it? I, yeah, it was Dragon Ball Z Kaya Bridge. That is amazing. I That was just phenomenal. They just narrowed everything that happens in that saga down into, like, a quick two-minute episode of, like, just everything happening all at once. I'm actually going to grab the link for those. And, yeah, Fortuan, you're going to have to see them because they're so freaking then... funny. My god. Actually, here, wait. You know what? Yeah, we'll do that later. But, yeah, yeah, that's a good recommendation. And then, you know... You know how in Super, um, they make Beerus, the god of destruction, and how there's, like, all this, yeah. um, new stuff that we never yeah. knew about? Um, Team Four Star essentially sneakily made Mr. Popo, like, <laughs> the end-all, be-all <laughs> Yes, he is! Like, there's a, there's a scene <laughs> in, like, me. the second, second or third season oh my God, yes. where they bring the dragon, and he's like, what is your... What do you need me for? And <laughs> just the absurd humor that they bring in the show is great. Okay. I like the part where, like, Garlic Jr., like, comes in and then he's like, and wait, I didn't release the Blackwater away. Plague just yet. And then you find out it's actually, like, Popo's essence, like, enveloping him. And he just, like, consumes him and pulls him into, like, this black hole that is, like, his eyeball. I'm like... Oh my god, that is dark. It was so funny. <laughs> and then, like, there's comedy. He's like, Hello, Popo, is everything all right? Yeah, I just had a little bit of Italian food. And he's like, Sorry, because <laughs> it was nothing but garlic. <laughs> and then, uh, when they're when they're first training the Z fighters to face off with uh, the Saiyans, Nappa and Vegeta, uh, uh -huh. freaking Popo's training line, where he's teaching them the pecking order. First, it goes you, then the dirt, then the worms inside of the dirt, Popo's stool, Kami, then Popo. All these squares make a circle. All these squares make a circle. Now, don't mind him. Popo's just been on acid. He just took like a gallon of acid. A whole gallon? Yes, a whole a gallon of acid. Gallon. A literal gallon. I don't know I don't even know where he got it. He just showed up <laughs> with a milk jug. <laughs> oh my god. Every Jeez. scene with Popo and he's just amazing. Like the part where they're like gather all the dragon balls and there he is with the dragon balls. He's like, I am so fucking high right now. It was like, oh my god, that is so Popo. Some beautiful <laughs> stuff. And okay. They, and then they also had, like, uh, what was it? Yeah, the third season. Um, they actually had, like, I forget if it was them directly or if they got, like, a third party to come in. They actually did, like, a little um, animated scene that adds more backstory to uh, Android 16's character. It's, like, a recording of him before he became an android. And in the background, mm -hmm. you can hear a younger kid Goku charging up a Kamehameha wave as he's attacking a red ribbon base. Hmm. Okay. Well, another solid record. You guys certainly seem to enjoy it. Oh, it's um, fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, Morg, what's, what's your final recommendation? Honestly, oh, these recommendations right now are just so good right now. It's it's hard for me to like make a decision as to like what the last one should be. I was going to say Rick and Morty, uh, but I mean like <laughs> 
oh man, like everybody already knows that it's an amazing show, but like for, for the smart humor, like it's it's literally a show that just makes fun of like the stupid shit that happens in science fiction and just makes it hilarious. And there's, like, a whole bunch of existentialism to it as well. Like, uh, what was it? There was, like, that one episode where, like, um, Rick is powering his car with a miniverse. Like, it's a battery that contains, like, <laughs> an, a, a universe inside of it. And so then he's looking inside and he's like, wait, there's no power being generated or whatever. What's going on? And it turns out that the beings inside it, there was another one in there that was as intelligent as Rick and figured out an alternative fuel source that took away all of the power that Rick had over them. And so, <laughs> oh my god, it, it was just absolutely ridiculous. And then you find inside, he's like, behold, I have this, the tiny verse. And they're like, really? Really? He just stole my idea? And it was so funny. He's like, I've just created, like, you know, a sentient universe, you know, with, like, these little people inside of it that uh, create the energy for us. You know, it's infinite energy. And so then they go inside of that one. And find out that there's another one inside of there that's like, behold, I've created it. And then they're like, okay, this has to stop. And then, like, <laughs> they end up getting trapped inside the, inside the, the tinyverse, inside of the miniverse. And, oh my god, and it's, oh man, it just gets crazy. Like, everything about that show is just phenomenal. Isn't that episode no. also the one where um, Rick comes up with the peace among worlds symbol, which is him just flipping everyone off? Yeah, just flipping everybody off, yeah. <laughs> Oh, so <laughs> I've never seen it, um, but I've I've seen some good jokes and, and memes about the show. But I've never, I've never actually seen it. I like it when the alien is just like "fuck you," and then there's Ricky's like "what did you just say to me?" and he's like uh, "fuck you." Uh, you said that in your world it means to be much obliged, and so like <laughs> what was it like uh, the super uh, the super smart uh, like Rick equivalent of that world? I think it was played by Stephen Colbert. And so, yeah, like, there's, like, a part where they get into a big fight, and there's Stephen Colbert, he's like, much obliged! Like, he's just, he's, like, saying, F you, but he's doing it in his, like, it's so funny. Oh, my God. Oh, man. All I know is there's a lot of things about Pickle Rick, and my dad, who doesn't watch the show, knows nothing, thinks that Pickle Rick is hilarious. Pickle Rick is pretty funny. I mean, like, the fact that he kills a cockroach and then, like, controls the antenna to try and move his pickle body around with his mouth, that is just... Oh, man. And then he, like, works his way up to, like, having, like, a rat corpse mech suit. My God. That is just phenomenal. And And then then he's, like, using, like, double-A batteries to make, like, a laser gun just zapping. And he's, like, carving people in half with... With like double A batteries, like what? He's going, he's going through like an office building full of like highly trained people with guns, and he's just like lasering people and shooting out little like thumbtack spears and stuff oh, like that. God. And then he's got like these pitfall traps <laughs> with like punji sticks at the bottom. They're just sharpened pencils. <laughs> people just drop. They get impaled by the pencils. And I'm like, oh my god, it's just a pickle. I mean... I mean, the Joker killed someone with a pencil. Yeah, but I mean, like, he never set up, like, booby traps inside their own, like, security, like, center or whatever it is. And, like, tricked people into falling through, like, the trap plate in the floor. Leading down to, like, this huge pit loaded with, like, pencil punji sticks. Like, that's just... That's an an awfully tall order for a pickle, if you ask me. Uh, Yeah, it's true. I really like the uh, multiverse TV episode. Oh my god. <laughs> there's like all these different TV shows going on. There's one where it's just this guy advertising appliances and he's 
Uh, <laughs> he's got no feeling in his body, and he's what's his name? It's ants in my eyes, Johnson, where he's got a bunch of ants just crawling around in and outside of his eyes, and he's like, <laughs> "Is this a good product? I don't know. I can't see it. I don't know what price it is." And then he like starts on fire, and he's still like narrating. <laughs> Jeez. Oh man. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So obviously another high rank. I've got a lot of recommendations to watch that from people, you know, in real life and to like some uh, other old coworkers of mine still swear by that show. And I just it's, never got around to it because the same problem. It's just like every time I sit down to watch something, I'm like video game instead. But you know, obviously that's not always true because I, I have three suggestions also. Well, yeah, I snuck in, I snuck in a fourth with blue bloods. I'm sorry. I like <laughs> pe- people, call me an old man for watching cop shows i can't help it i love them but um a little csi my, nyc can't no, go wrong with I don't, that no i don't i don't do csi no 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 no, no. not even that's a little the one Miami? i avoid i that's the one i avoid <laughs> i don't i don't it's something about the fact that you're just like way too cocky uh or something like that i i don't i don't know but i really Blue Bloods I, is 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 much more about a family and that kind of stuff too. So it kind of mm-hmm. ties it in, or just not just the police work. You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. like that highly highly professionalism that they have in CSI. You know what I mean? Like well, I just sure I just, there's professionalism in. Mm, I just say watch CSI Miami for the intros alone. Where they yeah, go no, the intros, the <laughs> intros are, are, I've seen it, a couple, my dad likes it, right? So I, I've seen a couple where, where it's like, okay, that was, that was funny. And that, makes, that's where that meme comes from anyways. Yeah. Makes it yeah. fun. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but my, my actual, like, this is my highest recommendation by a mile. And I don't know if anyone's ever seen it, but it, it debuted, like, when I went off to college. Uh, so I never got to see it all, but I then later bought the whole sets and love it, which is Chuck. Uh, have you, oh, has anyone ever yeah. seen Chuck? Yeah, I've seen that. Chuck. So Chuck. Oh, yeah, I'll let you go. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 uh, it's a guy who's sort of like, he fixes, uh, like the, the, the first episode is a really good premise for it. Um, he gets sort of like targeted by like the CSI or C not CSI C I oh gosh what is CIS or something like that CIA there you the CIA, go CIA yeah okay CIA and the uh, NRA and all these like government organizations in the United States um, because he ends up like fixing this super virus on someone's computer uh, and it turns out she's like a super agent. Uh, for she's the CIA agent. Oh, and, okay. Um, um, but like the the crazy part is like his old college roommate, who like betrayed him, and like stole his girlfriend, and like ruined his career at Stanton University. So now he's like basically in the uh, they call it the Nerd Herd, but it's a parody of the Geek Squad. So he basically works in like a Best Buy essentially and the geek squad. Uh, uh, and he's just sort of like trying to figure out his life and stuff. And he's been like depressed and things. And he gets a supercomputer like ingrained in his head. So ooh. he becomes like a CIA asset and it's a really good comedy, but they really, they drew it out over five seasons and it's actually really good. And I, I, I love it. It's great comedy. 
and I would say season two is probably my favorite because uh, yeah. they really get into the to the meat of what's going on and they don't change too much. Uh, I will say it's the even though it's my highest recommendation, I will say season four is the weakest season of a show that I have ever watched. Oh, that's uh, too bad. They try something and it just doesn't work. Uh, but they bring it back in a big way in season five uh, for the emotional stuff, you know, character development and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, season four, like as, as far as the weakest in a show that I like, you know what I mean? Mm. If I wasn't already invested, season four would turn it off. Like it's just, it's just, it's just gunked up at that point. Um, yeah. But it's really funny. Um, Zachary Levi is the star of the show. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of people know him too much, but he's the guy who played Shazam last year, uh, and he's also the guy who plays Flynn Rider in Tangled. Um, oh, so yeah, he's a great actor, uh, and he he actually him and the cast campaigned to keep the show going for three seasons. They were going to cancel it after season two, and oh. they actually campaigned and successfully did so for three seasons, and then they made it come to a natural end. So it was okay. actually. It was, a, it was a pretty good project. Like it's it's pretty good stuff. I actually own them on DVD. I don't. They used to be on Netflix, but they took them off. And I heard they were taking them off, so I rewatched the whole thing on Netflix a couple of years ago. Yeah, just, I just love it. Um, and it's the only show that I have rewatched in its entirety more than once. Like, so I've rewatches and I've watched it three or four times. Like, yeah, all the way through. Uh, I don't know of any TV show that I've watched all the way twice. Nope, Blue Bloods. I've watched Blue Bloods all the way twice. <laughs> and that's it uh, for the TV show stuff. Um, uh, I think it's some good stuff that I'm going to be watching. I don't know if you guys will be watching my stuff. It's more, I don't know, middle of the road, like like normal television. You guys seem to have some really good like comedy stuff. Oh my God, um, yes. Yeah, although, there's a lot of good choices. Half I of the... stand by my choices. I really do. Because uh, Chuck is just so good. The Dragon Prince is just amazing. Uh, and then, of course, The Good Place. The Good Place is really cool. Really cool conceptually, I think. Mm. It is. It's actually quite nice. Like, uh, the concepts of, like, the bureaucracy of the afterlife, that is that yeah. really makes it a good show. And, yes, that is oh, actually yeah. one of the reasons why I watch it. Because it's actually pretty good. There's lots of... Um, uh, moral lessons. There's like it teaches about mm-hmm. like you know empathy and stuff like that, and about um, a moral compass, um, figuring yourself out and stuff like that. Like knowing who you are, what uh, what really makes you tick and stuff like that, and you know what's important yeah. in life. So yeah, it's actually a really really good show. There's a lot to learn from it. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's a great um, show. Uh, so. Uh, for this part, we want to get into what we've been playing recently. Um, I actually don't have any Monster Hunter uh, on that I've been playing for the past two or even three weeks. Um, really? So for me, yeah, it's it's I've got some, uh, but I've got some stuff to talk about, Morg. Don't you worry. Um, so, uh, but we'll start with Ace. So, like, what have you been getting into these past couple weeks? What 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 kind of games have been piquing your interest? Um, well, I've been going back into high rank stuff and taking care of some of that i mean recently i finally mm-hmm. did the witcher crossover again and actually okay so succeeded. we're talking about world okay I was oh the lesh which, which monster Hunter. yeah i finally succeeded in fighting I alongside like the, the uh, pookie like, pookie oh, without it dying but i like it yeah 
Oh, no, I didn't. I'm not doing that. I don't care for the attack gem. I already had three when that came up, and I didn't need more. Oh, wait, that, wait. That whoa, 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 whoa. The Leshen gives you an attack gem? If I... you do the Witcher quest and hit every single objective, which includes keeping the, the retarded Pookie Pookie alive, what? Uh, you get an attack gem. Oh, I never could keep that Pookie well, Pookie actually... alive. It's so damn hard. You actually don't have to do all the things, I think. I think it's specifically with the Pookie Pookie. Cause no, you it... do have to fight the damn Shaka Laka King. I didn't, you do. I didn't do that, though. Unless if it, like, keeps, like, a stock log of what you've already completed. Nah, I thought you had to do all of them at once. I think you had to do everything. That's why I never wanted to do it, because it takes so much time. But so I definitely uh, didn't do that when I got the right. attack. Maybe you might be right. I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, other than that, that, that was the one thing I failed at the tw two times I tried it was the Puke Puke. And I, the Puke Puke lost to one of the stupid Jaggy. Like, yeah. Wow. When yeah, it just, I was like, I don't, I don't want to do this ever again. The, I, the, the, the rage in which I am feeling for you, Puke Puke right now is that so much so that I may crown hunt you all over again, which by <laughs> the way, Puke Puke was the 230 that I hunted for the crowns. So you're going to yeah. random all extinct. Uh, I, I decimated the population of Uragon, so. <laughs> hey, those hunts, Smorg, are not canon. Only the story ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, wipe out their entire race. Just blow up the planet. That's my answer. Yeah, the first the first time I actually tried to fight with the Pookie Pookie in World, mm -hmm. I completely forgot about that, and I turned, and I saw it, it like, at a sliver of health with, like, I don't know, half a dozen or more Jagras around it, and I was like, oh, "Yeah, no. Uh. <laughs> Good night, sweet uh -uh. prince. Sleeping <laughs> uh -uh. As flights of angels now, sing thee. Dude, I made rest. it a point to kill all the other ja uh, Jagras, and, like, the one, I left one. I was like, you can take one. It died to the one. Oh. I'm like, just... <laughs> no. Come on! <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, he that, taught him a lesson he'll never forget. <laughs> so is is that all you've been getting into, is just sort of going back and doing high-rank stuff with G-rank gear, I assume? Yep, because there was yeah. some frustrating stuff to go through, like the arch-tempered monsters. True, yeah. um, other than that, I've mm actually gotten uh, the complete series of Telltale's Walking Dead, so I've been playing through that. Oh, and you know, I, I never had interest for their games, but uh, the Batman one I picked up on a whim mm -hmm. for the Switch. Freaking amazing. I'm not even a Batman fan, and I loved it. It's great. Yeah, mm. and I accidentally sort of spoiled a way to play the game. I found out through looking through the trophies that there aren't, like, certain routes you have to take to get certain trophies mm. in the game. It's like the uh, Telltale Game of Thrones season. You literally just play through the whole entire thing and you get every single trophy. It wasn't like that in the original game, so now I'm just going to basically play through the story however I feel like, and with whatever happens, yeah, that's what happens. Will I, nice. will I play and try to save everyone? Yeah, I might just kill a few people. Just because I don't like them. Whatever. 
There was um, they did. I like the thing that this is mo- what most Telltale games. I think all of them actually do this. They actually tell you when you finish, like how many people chose mm-hmm. what path, or made what decision, what percentage of people did. Yeah, um, it's like a little episode wrap up thing. Yeah, and I actually really like that. And um, I found out the Batman one, like, I tread the not very, like, popular path almost every time, except for when it came to Boning Catwoman, apparently. (laughs) 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 I was like, but you don't know it's going to go there, right? Like, you don't know it's going to go that far. I was like, oh, yeah, they like each other. Let's uh, pick this option. Oh, they really like each other. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, like, I, that wasn't my goal, but that's what happened, and mm. I wasn't unhappy about it. You don't see anything. Though. Why am I? <laughs> why am I thinking of that one um, James Bond movie? It, it had Sean Connery in it, and it featured Blofeld. Where, like, what was it? It was like the two Blofelds, and so like he throws the cat at one, and he thinks that it's the right Blofeld, shoots him right in the head, and then there's the other Blofeld. He's like, "Right idea, Mister Bond," and he was like. Wrong pushy. I was just thinking, hmm, yes, the right pushy. Mm. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes, it was the right pushy this time. Yes. Sean Connery is okay. definitely into it. I've never watched any of the Sean Connery James Bonds. How dare you? How could you go without seeing James Bond at his prime? Oh. Damn it, we're going to have to add that to the recommendations list. Don't really care for James Bond all that much. But it's Sean Connery. You can never go wrong with him. He was the best James Bond. I mean, Hunt for Red October, really cool. I can't think of anything. Oh, oh, wait, Con Air. No, is that Con Air? No. The Rock? I don't. Something. Mm. Something where there was a nuclear bubble glass thing in green and with Nicolas Cage. And oh, that Sean one. Connery. I don't remember the name of that movie. There's yeah, also, that, uh, that's Crusade. another one I like. Was yes, it Last Crusade? Last Crusade? No. No, it's not it. But the, he was also in Last Crusade. And Dragonheart. Yep, yeah. Dragonheart. Yeah, he was the dragon. Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, interesting movie. Not a fan. <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah, a fan of nice I noticed that there have been a lot of people who said that they were not a fan of it. I I kind of think of it also, as like his a, last movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was he not a very popular choice. Disappeared, just yeah. gone. Yeah, he was like, "That's um, it, we're done." This this was a bad movie. I was, gonna, I was gonna say I just did the Copper Dragon not that long ago uh, for for my D and D articles that I do, <clears> and I straight up put a Dragonheart reference in there. Ah. Oh, boy. Hmm. No one said anything. And it was the most... <laughs> However, it is the most... Not not the most upvoted article I've had, because I put these on Reddit. But it actually got, like, Reddit gold, and it got the most, like, accolades, I would say, of any article I've done. Not a word about the whole Dragonheart bit. <laughs> in, a few, in a few of my uh, monster entries, I've made some... I think some pop pop culture references and other things like that. And then uh yeah. I remember in my uh entry for Conchu, I made it seem like it was the worst monster ever to exist. 
within the. Oh, whole, that's yeah. the joke with Kanchu. That that is a that is. I, you know, I've never understood that joke. People are like, "Ah, oh, Kanchu is so terrible." I'm like, I don't know. Just hit them. I think. Like, I think the issue is it's not just necessarily the fact that they just roll into you and cause all kinds of problems when you're doing egg missions, but on top of the fact that um, if there's a monster in that vicinity, they, the conchus will climb all over that monster and then create like these impossible hit zones that you can't bust through. That's what really yes, pisses you, a lot of people off. Yes, you can. You hit the conchu and it knocks off, and then you just keep going. I have. A it's video still very annoying. Movie sending you you guys a link for that that basically expresses a lot of my my irks okay <laughs> i will i will watch that later but i think i've seen this like just the the conchu is just the strongest monster period i think is what the deal is oh yeah yeah, yeah i and I, I, I did like i don't I don't mind you having the joke. Like, it's a funny joke, but, like, at the same time, I just, I never understood why people hated him so much. And I, I don't know. When they came in fourth generation, that's when they really had a lot of hate. Um, and I didn't have, like, I was such an oddball in the fourth generation. That's the the pinnacle of my, um, what do you call it, solo hunting. And that's when mm. I was using Charge Blade for the first time also. And, uh, I didn't have a lot of problems, and then, like, I was even playing the quote-unquote wrong way to play Charge Blade. Like, I didn't use the Super AED. Mm. I always just use the, the, just the normal, like, axe swings during combos and stuff. Like, I played it the way they wanted you to play it in Generations. Yeah. Like, everyone hated. Yeah. And I was just like, that's just how I play. Like, I don't understand the problem. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Fourth Gen was so weird for me because I was so not on page with everyone else well, as far as like, the <laughs> style goes. Well, I think part of, like, uh, the, the gripes that people have with Conchu is, like, similar to Vespoid back in the day. It would just, like, come at the most inconvenient time and stagger you. Or yeah, I mean, I've had I've potion. had my fair share of... Yeah, I've had my fair share of uh, very <clears throat> unfortunate Vespoid interactions um, Morg, do you remember the 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 Rathian story? Um, uh, refresh I, my I've memory. I've said it on the show. I've said it on the show like a dozen times, but I guess I'll do it again. <laughs> so, uh, this is when I was a heavy bow gunner. Uh, so my first uh save on Monster Hunter on the PS2. Um, playing with friends, we're fighting a Rathian. Um, so super wonky mechanics, like freedom unite was like a godsend as far as hitboxes go compared to the original. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Oh God. And thinking of getting that eventually I'm standing on the ledge and this is actually, you can see it in the fourth generation monsters couldn't get up on the ledge. It goes into area five on the forest of Hills from area four. So area four has that ledge you climb up to, and then it goes into the nest. Mm -hmm. Um, they couldn't get on that ledge in your first monster hunter. So that was actually a pretty safe spot for gunners somewhat, right? They'd still try to attack you. Rathian would still try to tail flip you and that kind of stuff right? Uh, on the ledge. Um, so I was standing up there. My friends were fighting Rathian down below. And I need a reload. But the reload animation animation on a heavy bow gun, as, a, as we all know, is just terribly long. It's just... Yeah. All, it's always been terribly long. Mm-hmm. Vestboy comes like flying down 
and does that very slow, like, and just poke. I do the uh, paralysis animation, which pushes you forward slightly. Oh, Uh and then you fell off from the high height and got hit by the Rathian. It gets worse. Oh, no. Keep in mind, I was at full health, okay? Knees on the ledge, fall off the ledge, falling. uh, Rathian is tail flipping. Oh, no. Rathian clips me as I'm falling, which causes me to ride her tail to the apex of the height of the tail, which was a glitch. You're supposed to get hit, fall, right? Yeah. You're not supposed to follow the actual tail. But because whatever reason I rode the tail all the way up, then I start the flying away animation. I'm now down to about 10% health. Oh. Because um, I'm a heavy bow gunner, right? So no damage mitigation for me. Um, so bam I do the hard land where you basically land on your shoulders and then roll over and slowly stand up Uh, stand up drink the potion but it doesn't activate until after you're done drinking in the first one so get up to lips drink 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 faint (laughs) that's no it's just yeah, that's so I, I understand the annoying Vespoids. <laughs> um, okay. That's brutal. Uh so is, is there anything else you've been playing, Ace, or or mostly just Um World? Not so much. Um I've been every now and then going back to um A Night in the Woods here and there, finishing out little little chapters in the game. I think I'm just at like the, oh. the third segment in that game so yeah we actually did a side quest for night in the woods okay you're talking about with the cat yeah right yeah yeah um i'm actually gonna look this up while we're talking because i actually i named it something super weird um but i was really proud of that name because it was mm-hmm. just it was basically how i felt about the game okay um yeah, because I've I've been going back and paying a lot more attention to you know some of the outcomes you can get and some of the conversations that you have in the game, because it it's a game that explores you know like mental illness and to a certain extent loss and depression and things like that. So it's yeah it's mm-hmm. low key a deep and emotional game under like a a cutesy veneer with uh, all the anthropomorphic characters. Mm-hmm. So uh, the episode was called, it was Hunter's Hub Side Quest uh, 6, uh, and it was called, called Mental Cat Fever Dreams. Oh, yeah, yeah. The dream sequences in the game are, are pretty interesting with uh, all the running around and finding the uh, ghost musicians, as it were. Yeah. Interesting. So just looking through the the cuz I I have the overview of all, all the whole playlist right here for all of the side quests. Most popular one was the very first one from Warframe. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. 
Then the next popular was Octopath <clears throat> Traveler. Okay. Huh. But yes, that's a good, great game. I actually liked it. Um, the other people talking on the episode liked it a lot more than I did, but it was still pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. So, Morg, what have you been getting into? Oh boy, have I got a list of games for you. Okay. So, yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Just recently, I've I'm been ready. playing. I'm... Sorry. Uh, Return to Castle Wolfenstein. <gasps> yes, <laughs> I have been playing that game, and it is phenomenal. I'm so excited. It is so I... good. Now, Return to Castle Wolfenstein, we're talking, like, the OG, like, The OG. Software. The OG, like, hard polygons, everything, and, like, yeah, like, the bad guys come around, and then you're, and, like, the creaky old. doors. Yeah, the yeah the creaky doors going, and, and closing it on themselves, and all the secret passageways that you have to figure out. Like, I, okay. oh, man. Now, we can't say, we can't say OG, okay? Because Castle Wolfenstein was like an 80s like vector lined like top down shooter mm. but yeah no return yeah. to Castle wolfenstein this is like is, quintessential is, wolfenstein that's is, what it feels is like. the quintessential modern beginning of the modern wolfenstein or modern shooters yeah like <laughs> yeah like it, it's that good it's super good they, they call doom the father of fps's wolfenstein's the grandfather yeah, it, it's just phenomenal. Oh, I love that game. It's so damn hard, though. I've I've <laughs> I've died so many times, and I'm only at the second level. But <laughs> it's it's like oh yeah, like it's 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 insane. It's brutal. It's a really good game. Um, definitely worth checking out. Um, and then I've also been playing. I'm, I'm surprised, Morg. Have I got you on an old old game kick? Because I've been doing that too. No, I mean, like, well, it, it was recommended to me by uh, my uh, uh, brother-in-law, and yeah, yeah, he's mm. he's definitely into some retro games, like, cause, yeah, he he picked some really good choices. Um, you, yeah, you guys are you're you're gonna be in a treat for what I'm gonna talk about later. <laughs> yeah, he, Ooh, boy. like he hooked me up with uh, with a discless version of Oblivion, and I was super happy about that because i i missed oblivion it was such a fun game um then my second one i missed oblivion is that i never played it oh it it was so good like okay you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you about it okay you can get away with murder without actually killing anyone um Hmm. hold that thought is this like some basket on the head shenanigans like in Skyrim? Uh, no, actually. What you do is you go to an enchanter. What you do is you get some high-quality gauntlets. And then what you do is you conjure them to do like some sort of elemental damage. And then what you do is... Getting fisty cuffs, it doesn't count as a murder because it wasn't... Nope, no, 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 not that at all. No, what you do is oh, you, pickpock- okay. you pickpocket them. And then you put those gauntlets into their inventory. They wear the gauntlets, and the gauntlets do the electric damage to them. Or fire element, Uh, or ice, or whatever. So basically, so it's like a tricky way of like pseudo poisoning (laughs) them, like when you used to put the poison in their pocket. Exactly. Uh, Only in this case, you're not doing anything wrong, which is hilarious. Um, I mean, you are, you are doing something very, very wrong. Well, the funny, and I got this note, (laughs) and the funny thing is, I got this notion because my brother trolled the shit out of me. He was like, "Hey, did you know that you could actually like um, uh, make your gauntlets do like uh, elemental damage?" And I was like. 
really? That's really cool. And he's like, yeah, yeah, go over to uh, this place and you know where you can like cast spells so and he stuff taught, like that. So he taught you step one, you took it to the next step. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was just yeah, great. Okay. Yeah, because I, I just realized, hey, wait. NPCs? Ace, are, you, are yeah. you a fan of the Elder Scrolls? I have actually I not actually played them before. I am actually a pretty big fan. So. Oh, okay. we've got to get him in on this. It's such a good um, series. Well, I mean, at least I mean, Skyrim. Skyrim is like the the meme of memes as far as video games go. It is. The, the introduction, the arrow in the knee, like <laughs> all that stuff. Hey. Now, here's, here's a cool thing that I have, Gog. On Gog. On Gog. Um... I actually have all of the old Elder Scrolls mm. games. Oh, wow. I have never played them. And we're talking like, not Morrowind. I have Morrowind. I have Oblivion, too. So I, I've played Oblivion a bit, right? I don't, I know. I just didn't care for it as much. And I never even finished Morrowind. You know, when I really ever finished right. was Skyrim. But I have Daggerfall and Ooh. the original Elder Scrolls. And, um, yeah. So Elder Scrolls Two Daggerfall, Elder Scrolls Arena, yeah, Elder like, uh, Elder Scrolls Adventures Redguard, like, it is, it like good old games. Like I talk about them a lot. They're great for that kind of stuff. Going back and playing old games and mm-hmm, that kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah. No, I've definitely seen a lot of stuff on Skyrim. I mean, there's like a bunch of new uh, meme type videos that have come out where this guy acts like an NPC in the game where he's like, need something? Looking right. for someone? Mm. And then walks into like a bunch of chairs and just scrapes them along the ground. Right. Yeah, there's there's some... There, yeah, like, I mean... Skyrim is 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 the game of memes like at, at this point. So, yeah, you're finally away. modding in Thomas the Tank Engine to be oh, a dragon. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Thomas the Tank Engine has become not just a thing of like modding, but also creepy pastas. Yeah. <laughs> it's got some. Which I actually get it get into at times. Like I'm not even kidding. Like I get into that kind of creepy stuff at times. Does it really creep me out? No. But I don't know why I watch it. I just do. <laughs> yeah. I just don't understand. I don't understand that need to try to look for something weird. Um, okay. Uh, so. Uh, all right. So yeah. Wolfenstein. Yeah. Oblivion. What else? Um. Okay. Yeah. Unreal Tournament. And well, actually, well, it's it's a collection of games that I got, and it's all on one okay. disc. It's called the Unreal Anthology. Basically, what it does is it gives okay. you um, uh, Unreal uh, Return to Napoli, I think it is, or Nolly. Okay. Um, and then there is uh, Unreal Tournament, the original one, which is probably one of the best games that I can think of as far as like a PvP first-person shooter. It's phenomenal. I definitely recommend that you guys try and find it i think you could probably get it at good old games um Mm -hmm. mine's the definitive Mm -hmm. edition so it includes uh the ability to play as like the scar which are like those tusked uh reptilian aliens and then i think there's another mod that allows you to play as like this weird hippo boar thing whatever with like the gun strapped to the top of like your back it's pretty funny um and then it also comes with uh, Unreal 2, which I think is a sequel to Return to uh, Napoli. 
And then Unreal Tournament 2004, which mm-hmm. I have been playing the absolute crap out of. It is so fun. Honestly, Unreal Tournament 2004 is probably one of my top favorite games outside of the Monster Hunter franchise. Um, <laughs> it is so fun <laughs> and so hard. Like, you get, um, well, you get, like, your standard assault rifles. You get a shield gun. You get a bio rifle. There's also um, a pulse cannon or at least a pulse rifle. The pulse rifle, um, it basically has, like, two functions. For your alternate shot... Uh, you fire like this sort of like orb, and then uh, with mm-hmm. your ma- with your primary attack, you shoot like a beam. So if you're able to line up the shots properly, if you use your alternate attack and then you fire a beam into that bubble, it creates a massive explosion that does huge damage oh. to everybody. Um, okay. The link gun, which is like the next one, it has two different types of attacks. It kind of shoots like these little spits of plasma as the main, and then for uh, its secondary, it fires a bolt. The interesting thing about this bolt is it's kind of like an electric arc. You can use it to damage Mm -hmm. enemies, but you can also use it to um, uh, target your allies so that when they're using a link gun, the beam becomes more powerful. And you can also use it to repair your vehicles if you're doing, like, onslaught mode, which is really, really fun. And then there's, like, the mess, the, the typical ones, like the flat cannon. Um, you've got your rocket launchers. You've got your mini guns. Um, and then, like, uh, as far as, like, the game features that it has, it's got um, onslaught, like I mentioned, which is basically... Um, it's like base control, where you're just kind of like going from like zone to zone and you're trying to play King of the Hill for each zone until you eventually line up and then you get to like your opponent's base and then you blow up like their big power field or power cell or whatever it is. Very, oh, very fun. Um, the next one is, uh, what was it called? I think it was called Assault, where you do a reenactment of like a, a, a particular sequence that, of like a, a, a particular piece of lore like, a, a certain sequence of events that occurred. Like, for example, if there was, like, a robot uprising and then humans had to go in there and shut it all down and clean up the mess, you could either play, at, like, you would, like, two, two teams would each take turns either as, like, representing the robot team that was trying to mm-hmm. manufacture the robots and stuff like that, and then the other team, which is the assault team, which would have to go in there and try and stop them within a certain amount of time. So it would be kind of like this attack versus defense. Kind of like, um... Uh, what's that one game? Uh, it's the one uh, with that meme. Mission failed. We'll get him next time. It's the it's the one where you have to eat, where you're either playing as a terrorist trying to arm the bomb or like you're the good guys trying to disarm oh, it. Oh, CS:GO. It it's kind of like that in Counter Strike. It's kind of like yeah. that in a sense where there's like a defensive objective and then there's the offensive objective for a lot of them. Right. And so like some of them will be like you'll have to steal like uh, a certain piece of cargo. Others will be like you'll have to defend a certain base from uh, these guys coming in. Others will be like you'll have to like hijack like a missile system so then that way uh, the missiles go off and they all go haywire or whatever. Um, yeah, there's, like, a ton of, like, different ways to play this game. Um, there's also Capture the Flag. There's, like, a... Um, it's kind of weird. It's kind of like a mix between basketball and football where you you have, like, a, a character kind of playing, like, Capture the Flag where, they, where you can pass the ball to each person if you need to in your team. Oh. But, like, as long as they have that ball, they can't shoot or anything like that. So then mm-hmm. you'd have to play as a unit I mean... to try and protect that guy as they're trying to make it down to score a goal. Okay. Yeah, that's that's actually become quite the um, thing in multiplayer shooter stuff. Like, uh, 
even Doom 2016 has it. Um, yeah. You got a skull. It, it was popu- uh, not popularized, I would say. Um, it is well known in the Halo series as Oddball. Mm, yeah. Um, so, like, th- that's actually a pretty fairly, uh, I don't know. It's pretty commonplace, yeah. Pretty pretty commonplace at this point. I don't think it was at that point because before Unreal, they had Doom. Yeah. That was uh, And Quake. And that were great on the multiplayer shooter front. And then that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Of course, you know, Call of Duty came came well after this. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. It, it, and then it comes with, like, your typical, like, deathmatch. Like, whether it be, like, team deathmatch or standard deathmatch. Or, like, it's just free-for-all. King of the Hill. Capture the Flag. Um, it's just loaded with tons of content. And it's really, really fun. And the campaign, mind you, is probably one of the best. You have to worry about sponsorships. Like, uh, <laughs> it, I'm not kidding. It's it's kind of like in Blood Bowl, where you have to worry about, like, a, yeah. making money to, at this tournament. Gotta, well, you don't have to worry about the sponsorships. So you do have to make money. Yeah. That's like true. Yeah. And, but, like, the thing is, is that you start off solo, and then what you do is you have to develop a team. So then you're going to be constantly looking to hire better pl- uh, better uh, teammates in, in the Unreal Tournament. Better AIs. Yeah, like better bots for your, for your team when you're doing single player. Um, so you'd have to like win certain matches. Some of them can be like, um, like leader versus leader. You can also do blood rights. So for example, if you're able to beat the clan leader of a certain group, you can eliminate them from the campaign entirely and then just have them (laughs) hired on into your group. If they had better players, all you had to do was worry about beating, um, the big chief. Or otherwise, you know, mm. you could lose out on some huge money. Yeah, and it's yeah. funny because, like, sometimes the AIs will be like, I bet I can take you on. And they'll actually bet you money to see who, uh, if, you'll, if you'd be able to win. And so you can up the ante and then get more money that way in order to be able to build your budget for a better team. So okay. the campaign is really, really fun. But um, Zan Krigor, the big boss at the very end, oh, my God, like... I've only ever beaten him once in the original Unreal Tournament. He is legitimately probably the hardest boss I've ever fought in a game. And that's taking a lot of things into considerations because I've played a lot of games. Holy crap. Getting Killing him off ten times in a single game without having to worry about him just slaughtering you is just... Oh, and he's so <laughs> fast. <laughs> so fast he's and he literally does acrobatics across walls like you'll be looking down the uh, down a hallway and he'll be like doing flips and like vaulting off of the walls coming at you with a flat cannon just going boom boom and you're dead and you're like that was only two shots oh my god full health and i'm dead oh <laughs> it's a, yeah it's a flat cannon though i mean that was their thing right like, yeah the flat oh cannon was the the shotgun of the day. I like the achievements. Uh, like I like the achievement flak monkey. If you get like enough kills, <laughs> you'd be like flak yeah. monkey. That's hilarious. Okay. Um, so anything else you're getting into or, or is that about um, it? I'm trying to get freelancer to work, but the problem is, is that uh, the DMR or at least the disc, the disc protection oh. system that is built into the disc that I have it does not. Uh, it's not recognized by Windows softwares from seven and up. So uh, even mm-hmm. though I have a legitimate copy of the game, I can't actually play it. I have it installed, but I can't play the disc. Uh, so what I no. need to do is I need to get a a discless 
execution file in order to be able to play the game. Either that or I need to get like some sort of a crack or a patch in order to be able to get past it. Which is kind of sad because it was a great Windows game and I would definitely recommend being able to play that game if there was any possibility of being able to do that. But I mean, there's so much work that you have to go through in order to be able to get it running. Uh, but yeah, it's probably one of the best games that there is. And that's why there's like this huge modding community that is behind um, the idea of trying to get people in into this uh, game. They even have like an um, online servers still active. And I think the game has been out since, uh, let me see, let me see if I can find it. Uh, I just looked at for it on GOG, it's not there, so. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't find it on, on God, uh, GOG, and <laughs> God, God, could you help me please? He'd be like, no, sorry, Morgan, <laughs> I can't help you. No! <clears throat> um, so. Now, uh, um, It was released in 2003. I, I... Oh, perfect year. um what i was gonna say is um uh crap it looks a lot like rebel galaxy have you seen that it kind of is like that um have you played rebel galaxy i didn't like it it was actually our our second side quest i i wasn't a fan because i'm not really a fan of space or ships or yeah, it, it's very similar to that. I think that's probably where Rebel Galaxy got the idea from. But, um, hmm. okay. yeah, but I mean, like, you're, you're basically playing as, like, a bounty hunter in space. So you can do, like, um, uh, cargo runs. You could capture bad guys, kill bad guys. Um, you could stop convoys. Um, you could even be the convoy. Or you could le- you could legitimately just buy a freighter and then just go around throughout the galaxy or, like, throughout the solar system collecting rare materials or raw materials as you see fit. Um, Mm -hmm. There's so many different varieties of ships that you can, like, buy and uh, play as. And the problem is, is, like, managing money in that game. Like, you'd have to take really good jobs and you have to be very careful when you're out in space because there's always bandits Mm -hmm. out and they can damage your ship, which would lead to repairs that you need to do, which costs more money, which means having to do more jobs. And you'd probably be wanting to save that money up to get a better ship or to get better weapons or to get more gear. Um, Mm -hmm. Really, really fun game from my childhood, and I love it to pieces. I would really want to be able to play that game again. But if Rebel Galaxy is just as good, I'd be willing to try that one out too. Space trading and combat simulation, single-player video game developed and published in a few person. When was this released? 2015? Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's actually relatively new. Hmm. Yeah. You know what? I might actually take a look at that. <laughs> okay. Um. So uh, we're we're kind of a- aching on 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 time here a little bit. Um. So I'll just uh, talk a little bit about what I've been playing. Um. The one I really want to get into, uh, I'll say for last, but uh, I've been playing Risk of Rain 2. Um, Risk of Rain 2 is a roguelike, but it's mm-hmm. 3D, and you're basically... I don't i don't know the point of it, other than you're just playing to go through. There's not really much of a story. It's like, hey, try to survive. Uh, nah. And then you get it gets harder and harder. Each level you go down, and there's like a scale, like a just like a... It's it's like a, a rain uh, 
puns or whatever for the difficulty. So and the difficulties are weird. It's like two tiers of difficulty where in the beginning when you start a run, you can say drizzle, uh, risk of uh, rain mm. or risk of rain or something, mm. which is the normal mode. And then the hard mode is monsoon. Um, and that doesn't determine how difficult the game is when you start. It depends. It determines how fast it gets okay. more difficult. Mm. So there's a scale that goes from very easy all the way up to... It's like it goes very easy, easy, medium, hard, insane. Why are you here? <laughs> I see you. I'm coming. And then at the last difficulty is just ha 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 all over again. It keeps going further and ha 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 ha. Oh my um, god, that is terrifying. Uh, and the beginning difficulties are how fast those ratchet up. Um, it's an interesting game. You you unlock things through doing achievements, so unlock new characters or doing those kind of things. I've almost unlocked every single character. There's actually one I haven't unlocked, um, and it's just because I kind of feel you need two people to do it. I could I could probably do it myself, but it's a random chance. You basically you're looking for a specific. There's different f- level sets like. They're all the same map, but random monsters spawn in. You want to have a certain map spawn Mm -hmm. at a certain time, which I've had happen a couple times. It's not super rare. But the problem is when you land, uh, most characters land in sort of like an escape pod. And on the back of the escape pod, there's an item that takes up like one of your slots. Um, But if you ever go below 50% health, it explodes Mm. and kills you. Oh, my God. so you have to survive four floors hide, using that item. So it's just better right. to do it with other people. Uh, I've been playing that on my Switch, mostly uh, with, with a friend and my brother. Um, the, the, the game is really cool. I, I do suggest it. Um, and I'm kind of like done everything I want to do with it. I've unlocked most of the characters. There's just the one I haven't. But all the other characters I've got extremely far in. And it's, a, it's fun. Um, it's a fun, just like a roguelike game which is and it's a 3d roguelike which you know it might be hard to grasp because most of them are 2d or top down or that kind of thing but mm-hmm. um this one is kind of interesting um the other thing that i've been playing and i don't want to get too much detail into is fire emblem three houses uh, i mentioned a little bit that i've been playing that last week yeah and then you found um, out about dlc this game is long <laughs> Right, and then I found out about DLC today. Oh my gosh, this game is long, right? (laughs) So, like, I'm in Chapter 2, and I'm going to say this with the utmost sincerity. Fucking finally. (laughs) Like, I actually like this game, but, like, oh my god. I'm, like, 35 hours in, and I'm just into Chapter 2. And I'm like, okay. And I was my friend, who actually got it for me for my birthday... Uh, he's been talking to me about he he basically his birthday present to me was I want your opinion on this game when you finish it because I really want to talk to you about it and I'm like cool because he knows I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have bought it any other way I, this is like, <laughs> uh, like it's not in my wheelhouse mm-hmm. right because it's very anime like extremely the cutscenes look like an anime yeah um, yeah and I'm like okay I'm not really that's not really my thing I'm not really into a lot of tactics things although sometimes I am like some of my favorite games are the sort of tactical RPGs 
but they're very hit or miss for me. And it's actually a good hit. It, at first, I didn't like it, but I, I started to warm up to it. It's very much like Final Fantasy Tactics. More so like Final Fantasy Tactics than I expected, which is a solid entry into that in, into that genre. Um, not my favorite, but a very solid one. Um, and it's... Uh, it's a fun game. Like I, I actually enjoy trying to build the relationship with the various people and learning about them and that kind of thing, which is why I don't like the permadeath. Cause like, I actually want to interact with the people mm-hmm. and if they die, I can't do that. I don't care if that makes me look like a, a weakling for not playing super death mode. I don't yeah. care. I, I want to enjoy the story. I want to try. Um, and, and, and if I make a mistake in the battle, I don't want that to be like, okay, I'm going to redo the battle because someone's so died and I can't let that happen. I don't want to have to play it on basically good, doing perfect mode. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, that's, that's not, probably, I'm not interested in that. You probably wouldn't like Detroit Become Human then because there's permadeath in that. Oh, right. Detroit Being Human, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm just not into that kind of game anyways. Like, I, I, I know what you're talking about and I just, mm-mm, uh-uh. Like that's like that's like uh, uh God that's what am I trying to think that well, that's like a Telltale game ramped up on eleven like <laughs> I'm just like uh, yeah. uh, uh and then um but the game that I uh so that's on my Switch right and I've been getting uh, mm-hmm. on the PC uh, I started getting to Grim Dawn which Grim Dawn is <laughs> it's weird it's a sequel to a Diablo not a sequel. It's um, the second game made by a company who made a Diablo clone. Mm. So interesting. My all, all right. my all time favorite genre is the Diablo clone like games, the action RPGs. Um, even though Diablo isn't my favorite game, that kind of gameplay is my absolute favorite. It's almost MMO like, but it's more action oriented than an MMO for sure. Um, Okay. And the the game in question that they originally made was Titan Quest. And Titan Quest did this thing that was really cool at the time. You didn't pick a class. Level 1, you were a nobody. You were like a guy or a girl in a tunic with shorts. Oh. Interesting. You pick up a weapon, hmm. you can use whatever you can. You hit level 1. Here are 8 nine with the expansion masteries you pick one you start getting skills and talents in those masteries and that's your class in quotations right okay level eight pick a second mastery now combine the two and that's your class okay that's really awesome i like the sound of that game so this is titan quest which titan quest i love right i've never I've finished Titan Quest many times, but I've never done everything you can possibly do in Titan Quest. Um, they actually just last year released a new DLC for the game that's 16 years old. <laughs> like, THQ wow. went crazy. Okay. So, so it was THQ who did this. Now, THQ Nordic rebought the rights to it, and they released a new DLC last year. Uh, Titan Quest Atlantis. Actually, some pretty cool stuff. I did get into the Atlantis content, but I didn't finish it. Um, but yeah, I kind of fall off. I had played 268 hours of the game at that point. It was good for that time. Uh, I could never get into Grim Dawn, which is the team moved on from Titan quest at THQ made a new company made Grim Dawn with the same kind of ideas. 
However, Grim Dawn is like after an apocalypse, which I don't like apocalypse scenarios. Oh, that's too bad. I love apocalypse scenarios. And it has like a but, but it knocks them back to like, I don't know. Old English phase. Like, there's Ooh. still cities and towns. and But there's stuff like flintlock pistols and sort of steampunky things. Um, right. That has okay. the same class, class system and occultism and that kind of stuff. Oh, my God. This is so far up my alley. I need to play this game. Grim Dawn is considered to be the better of the two Titan Quest. And that Titan Quest is actually Greek-themed. It's very much like greek like you're fighting people like zeus and the titans whereas this one is more like hellgate london or like stalker right kind of yeah a little bit more of an open west vibe like a wild west vibe oh that is so cool that um which i don't like the wild west there's so (gasps) many things about this game that i don't like as far as like the setting the aesthetic and that kind of thing however it still has that very juicy combine a classism system. That is pretty nice. One of the one of the masteries is necromancy. <gasps> yes. Ooh. I started off as a necromancer and then I got a nightblade which is your assassin. Oh. So now I'm called a I'm called a reaper and I have an army of skeletons, <laughs> a giant zombie that explodes into poison goo that kills everything. And I run around with two axes, whirlwind of death, and sap everyone's life from around me. It's actually kind of fun. That uh, is such an <laughs> awesome class. Oh my god, that is like straight up necromancer, like hardcore death. But you can do necromancer plus occultism, which can focus on the pets, because occultism has a pet path to do also. Ooh. Um, so, like, it's really cool. So now I focused a lot on the pets and necromancy and supplemented my own abilities with the Nightblade, where I'm, like, a kind of, like, assassin-ish character. So, like, it's just roving mob of just killing things. I, can, I tend to die every once in a while. I don't really know the meta builds or anything to survive. But I've been having fun. I have owned this game for years, right? Yeah. Tried it mm-hmm. off and on. Tried it off and on. I couldn't get into it for whatever reason. I started watching a show while playing it because I have a dual screen setup uh, on my computer. And for whatever reason, I was like, I want to play something, but I want to play something that I can only half pay attention to because I mostly want to watch the show. So I booted up. I was going to do mm-hmm. Titan Quest because that's what I used to do when I played Titan Quest. I was like, I kind of don't feel like doing that. <laughs> and I've played Diablo to death and I'm not going to Path of Exile again. I just... But just I, I, it's too complicated. It's it's I saw a perfect representation of Path of Exile, which is it's like doing math. It's a, it's amazing. It's deep, but it's doing math, and it's com- it's like you, there's a lot of legwork that I don't want to do. It's a little too intense. Um, so I picked up Grim Dawn, and I just for whatever reason, I even had a character on there. I just had to delete because I didn't care. I just started over, <laughs> and it's. It's fun. Um, but, and I, again, I'm talking a lot, a lot on these games, even though I didn't want to deal it so much. Yeah. What I really want to talk about is Project Warlock. And much up your alley when you say you've been playing Castle Wolfenstein. Yeah. It is that kind of old school shooter with a new paint on it. 
Oh, now, yes. new new paint as in new mechanics and movement and that kind of stuff, but it is still those kind of graphics, the sprite work and that kind of thing. Right. I actually finished this game. Oh! Um, this game is amazing. Like, it is... So, for someone... It, it's definitely up my alley. Someone who grew up playing stuff like Doom, Wolfenstein, and those sort of, like, old FPS, like, like games. Right. Um, right. Project Warlock, you have a gun, you have a spell. Left-click is gun, right-click is spell. You can cycle through the spells and cycle through the guns, but basically you're trying to get to the level like it's it's actually set up really well you're trying to stop hell from taking over earth very doom right yep very doom very hellgate london right. oh my gosh yes um Feeling you <laughs> have to travel through the various worlds to uh to get uh to the end and sort of defeat and it's they kind of played up like a mystery like i went here and i did this and then i found out i should go here and we'll basically end up going to hell and killing the big baddie. Um, oh my god, I just gonna... had a revelation. It's also like Oblivion, where you have to go into the Oblivion realm, and you also have to like shut down Oblivion gates. And oh my god, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I mean it's a very it's a very overused trope, right? I mean Doom does it very well, uh, but Grim, uh, like this this Project Warlock is purposely aping a lot of these older games, yeah. purposely. Right, so you actually meet the various characters of the games. You actually meet the guy from Quake. You actually meet the guy. Now they're they're references, right? Right. There's the de- dead Doom guy. They're not like, hey, here's this. Uh, the guy from I can't remember ever remember the name of the game. It's Blood something, but uh, the main character's name is Wang, and he's in there. Hmm. Um. Uh, and very offensive game, but it's it's really good. Um, the there's all sorts of references to the older games, but the actual gunplay and gameplay is really cool and really fun. You have to pick up health packs. There's no like healing spell. The spells are all damaging. Um, my favorite spell was an orb of lightning that I would shoot. Like just, you can't shoot it. You basically place it in front of you, and it zaps everything around you. Mm. Um, huh. There are bigger enemies that take various stages of damage. So there's an enemy where <laughs> he's uh, he actually appears in the second world, which is Antarctica. And Antarctica is weird. It's like first world is the castle. It goes to Antarctica. It then goes to I'm trying to think Egypt. Then this city. Mm-hmm. Then hell. So it's like mm. castle theme, Antarctica theme, pyramids theme, like oh my god, robots, Bart versus the world. Robots, That's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, robots and then hell, and oh my goodness, like so there are like, these enemies in the Antarctic zone that when you kill them, quotations right, you blow off an arm. Their enemy. They, they go back up to full health. They now become injured enemy name and you kill them again. They now become 
crazed near death enemy name. Oh no! And you have to kill them a third time, and it's it's actually done really well. <laughs> and they actually change up how they fight and that kind of stuff. There is actual like a enemy called the Cyber Demon that is a normal demon like a, a enemy in hell. There are succubi. Mm-hmm. Um, there are like all sorts of. You know, it's sort of like classic itch monsters, zombies, and that kind of stuff. Right. Antarctica has some of the coolest ones, like snow spiders. Um, the the one I just talked about, I can't remember what its name. I think it's called a actually, I think it's called a ravager. Um, they have a, a reference to it. Oh. So they have these. They have a dude who shoots like harpoons at you, and he's like kind of oh. a, in a suit. Right, it like like almost looks like a diver suit, but it, if some of them, when you kill them, it turns into uh, the thing, is what they call them. Uh, so like the things, uh, or like, I think they're called things, and like it looks like the thing from it, mm. like it, not it. Pennywise? I, I'll get my no, no that's Pennywise. The, the thing is the one in the Antarctica. Thing? Yeah, yeah. I, I get those movies mixed up sometimes because they have very generic names for their monsters. <laughs> Sadly, so yeah. movie slash monster because Pennywise is the name of it. But um, like, there's all sorts of just like crazy references. It's great gameplay. I did, however, experience a lot of slowdown when there's a lot of like damage on the wall or blood or that kind of thing. And my computer is not bad it's actually a decently optimized computer so i think it's more of an optimization issue on their end right um, i actually picked this uh mm-hmm. i picked it up for five bucks on good old games uh, a couple weeks ago i think it's two weeks ago and i just like blew through it i just finished it i mean i was playing other games off and on since obviously but this is the one i was mostly focusing on when i was sitting at my computer mm. and I, I loved it um the the now I'm gonna spoil a little bit of the end boss because all the bosses have stages, um, but you get to the end boss of hell, and the the world of hell is actually really cool because it makes you sort of replay through every world. So level one in hell is sort of like a re like a, a reskinned castle level with hell, like it's like hell castle, Ooh. and then like level two is like hell Antarctica, mm. and level three is like hell Egypt, and then you get to actual hell and start fighting. Um, the final boss, I was just, it's called like something, something demon, right? Is the final boss. So it's supposed to be Satan himself. Right. And you're like, okay, I killed him. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then he, he dies and goes into the next world. It's called turbo demon, or turbo Satan. I'm like, what? Turbo Satan. And he's super fast. And he shoots like three <laughs> times faster. Turbo just, Satan. It was just funny. Like, like just comes in machine guns blazing. Up. Oh my god, rockets just flying everywhere. It's like, oh my god, the yeah. screen is full of rockets and machine gun Turbo fire. Satan, one of the best names. Uh, <laughs> just great. And then, uh, if you're familiar with Doom, the final form straight up out of Doom, straight up. It was just like, oh, oh this is amazing. And it's actually not. Uh, <laughs> so, are you? Ace, have you ever played Doom? Any of them? I have okay. not. Morg, have, have you? I have played the original Doom. I've played Doom 2. And then um, a little bit of Doom 3, but I didn't like it as much as Doom 2016. Um, yeah, no, Doom, yeah. Doom 2016 is really good. I 
I put Doom 2... I got some catching up to do. Obviously with mods and that kind of stuff next to Doom 2016. Because, like, Brutal Doom is what got me reinvigorated in Doom 2. Yeah. Doom 2016 is a modern Brutal Doom. Like... <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I, I think the Doom movie with, like, um... What was it? Yeah, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and... Uh, that Carl... Urban. Yeah, Carl Urban. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I keep forgetting his name, but he's so awesome. He's such a great actor. I I actually like this movie. I actually own it and like it I don't care who says what. Like it's a it's it's an okay movie based <laughs> off of an okay-ish game, but I mean like by Doom standards, it's the worst. But um I don't think there is a bad yeah, Doom, Doom game. 3. Aside from that one being mediocre. But that's yeah, as far Doom as we 3 can go. Is, yeah, no, Doom 3 was was a hard turn from what Doom was, and then Doom 2016 was a turn back. Yeah, um, yeah. But, um, anyways, on that aside, are you familiar with the Kaku Demon? Yes, I am very familiar with the Kaku Demon. So Kaku Demon is sort of like... Ace, so you know, Kaku Demon is sort of like the iconic enemy of Doom. It's the red thing with one eye... Um, shoots fireballs mm-hmm. everywhere shoots fireballs has horns on its head looks like a beholder we used to call it a beholder as kids because we were dnd nerds as kids uh, um, it also kind of looks mm-hmm. like a uh, meat wad from aqua teen hunger force except like fr- straight out of hell <laughs> and it floats around just <laughs> hell wad. yeah hell one <laughs> <laughs> and you're like oh so shit the Kaka- so demon is the one monster that has a straight up visual uh, um, what do you call it? Inspiration from a D&D monster, which is mm-hmm. the Kagademon is like a beholder, right? So like, okay, cool. It's the beholder. It's actually, um, if you look at, you ever go look up the, or Google the image for the astral dreadnought, that's what a Kagademon is based off. No. Oh God, not that thing. Yeah. No. The astral dreadnought is what a Kagademon's aesthetic is based off of. Oh. Its mechanics are based off of a beholder. Oh, God! But anyways, Ace, to explain, Kagademon, very iconic. The end form of the final boss is a version of what looks like a Kagademon. And it's called the Kako Devil. And oh! <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Okay. I'm like, this... This game is this game rocks, and it's got the same splash screens like you do in the different chapters of Doom, <laughs> and I just oh man, it's such a it's such a great homage and a great game on its own. I just I love it. Yeah, it pays homage. Um, okay, it does. And yeah, I pulled up a pulled up a picture of them. They look kind of freaky. <laughs> <laughs> red red face, a bunch of bunch of teeth and a green eye yeah mm-hmm. okay don't don't yep. let it fool you it's a creepy bastard and it can kill you pretty quickly and easily it's it's not fun to deal with yeah it's it's funny the highest single damaging attack in in uh doom 2016 is actually the bite from the cacodemon it makes sense yeah, you seen the mouth on that thing arms. it takes up like a third of its body which is yeah. basically just a head. And they got weird little spindly arms. <laughs> yeah, in the new Doom, they have they have the tiny little arms. The old Doom, they didn't have arms. But yeah, 
Yeah, in the new Doom, they have those tiny little, like, ee, grabby arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just debasing, um, like, one of the most powerful Doom, like, monsters in the game. Just like, ee. Uh, Cacodemon's never been the most powerful. You can take him down with a, a, you know, a single shotgun. You don't even have to use the double barrel. Is it that weird um, horned demon that's probably the hardest one? Like, is it? Because I remember that one being pretty difficult as well. The old... The old games, it was a toss-up depending on how good you were mm. and the opportunity between the Spider Mastermind and the Cyber Demon. Oh, okay. And the Cyber Demon, the Cyber Demon is the more iconic one because it's the one that has the rocket launcher for an arm, looks like a giant minotaur half made out of metal. Yeah. And um, when it walks, it's it's like the cylinder of its leg going up, and like mm-hmm. it's. It's pretty iconic. Yeah. Um, the spider mastermind is the giant brain with a spider legs uh, that shoots machine gun bullets. Like, and it, but the machine gun was like 550 caliber. Like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm exaggerating. I think it was a 50 caliber, but like it was a heavy, heavy duty machine gun. Was the spider mastermind? Um, Doom 2016. Those are both bosses. So you wouldn't really call them enemies. Um, I would probably say the Baron of Hell is the most dangerous uh, non-boss a- enemy in Doom 2016. Mm. Mancubus gets pretty close. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I just end up talking about Doom every time, don't I? Eh, not necessarily. Like, the past like That's fine. The past like four months, I've just been talking about Doom. I really want to play that game. <laughs> I mean, hey, we we've all got our little, you know, our thing that we, you know, got to default back to. I mean, you know, uh, there's, uh, I think we largely talk about Monster Hunter, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, retro games, and and Doom. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah. Well. I think that's all we have for tonight. Um, sorry, we got kind of like one-sided at the end there with what we've been playing, but, I mean, we kind of all play different stuff. I know, Ace, you, you've kind of had some... We've had some hearing problems, too, so sometimes we might have stepped over you when you were talking because, like, sometimes you've been cutting out. But, hey, you know, no, we're going to make okay. it work. Um, yeah. Anyways. We can definitely do some testing. Not yeah. a big deal. It'll be good. Um, so, thank you guys for listening. Um, this is Fortuan. You can catch me at Hunters of Pod. Um, you're probably going to see me talk a little more about Grim Dawn, maybe some Fire Emblem. I call, although I'm kind of avoiding talking about Fire Emblem on Twitter just because spoiler territory for some people and me included. Um, actually, I was in GameStop today and saw a trailer for Fire Emblem, and I'm like, that looks spoilery. Mm. The trailer is kind of spoiling me right now. I don't, if that's who I think it is. That's a pretty big twist that I'm being spoiled on right now. <laughs> like, so, yeah. So I kind of avoid talking about that one a little bit. But uh, anyways, I will see you guys on the next quest. And on that quest, where will you be, Morg? Well, you guys can always catch me on Twitter. I'm usually, you know, scoping around on Twitch looking for some, you know, fresh new faces and getting to know the community. Um, yeah. Uh, you can find me at, at MorganHey3 on uh, Twitter. And yeah, just more daddy on Twitch and pretty much everywhere else. So yeah, uh, hope to see you guys uh, later. Get in contact, you know. We can all chat about awesome stuff, video games, anime, or you know, whatever it is that you're interested in. I'm also going to be talking <laughs> about food because I love 
food. I think I was talking with Yvarian, who um, does some gaming online, mm-hmm. and yeah, I was just giving him recipes on how to make solid burgers. Mmm, yes. There's so much you can do Ooh, with ground a, beef. I had a bison burger recently. Oh! Bison, bison burgers. burgers are yeah. so good! I love bison. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and anyways, uh, and Ace, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me posting pretty regularly on Twitter at Ace Badger Gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also on Monster Hunter Amiibo, which is a Monster Hunter mm-hmm. fan community app. Uh, my account on there is uh, self-dubbed Research Commander Kaiko, which is a play on my last name with the second part or the third hmm. part of the title there. Um, put put basically all the entries that I've made in my Monsterpedia on there. So if people are interested in reading some of that, they can find it there. Um, I'm always pretty active on PlayStation as well. So mm-hmm. if anyone is doing hunting, I'm okay. always usually available every night of the week. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for joining us tonight, man. This episode got yeah. long. Yeah. We got long. Yeah. I'm glad it was long instead of, uh, six minutes and then I got I go oh, <laughs> that's true oh no yeah, yeah just oh no yeah, delayed I have, the variance oh no that's this a wrap isn't going that's a wrap everyone <laughs> I felt so bad too cause we did so much work to try to get you on and then you just died I was just like oh <laughs> no <laughs> this can't be happening and then I was like oh crap I'm never gonna be able to go back no <laughs> no <laughs> uh, alright 